1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination. Whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels
3: podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the botox cosmetic onobotulinum toxin a and iFund women grants at south by southwest thanks to botox cosmetic take a listen to our conversation it's so good what 351 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Radd, an iHeartRadio and two time People's Choice
0: award winning
3: podcast.
0: Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're scrubbing in. a Dub Dub, happy Monday. How's everybody doing?
4: Everything's great over here. Sorry, didn't know we weren't
0: talking to
2: the listeners, they don't respond. So that was to y'all.
1: I'm great, Easton. I'm fantastic, sexy, very sexy. Sexy. Yeah,
0: I'm the opposite of sexy. I am
2: sonsy. Yeah, she says, Sonsy. She goes, Can you do you have an a cup of Epsom salt you can bring to me today? I was like, Wow. We're old, huh? <laughs> because yes, I do.
0: <laughs> so my body, basically this weekend, like I've just been kind of, I have just been running myself ragged and my body just told me to this weekend, like Tanya, no, 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 take a little chill pill and relax. And so I listened and I did that. And um, it's kind of weird because I'm so used to running so many miles every day that like mm-hmm. I didn't run for three days. And honestly, like my body, my my back hurts a little from just like I think laying too much yeah no I have we- like weekends if I am just at
2: home not doing anything where when Monday comes and I do my workout I feel like I have severe lower back issues okay and-
0: I'm like I was kind of concerned about this no. th- this pain in my lower back because I've never had it before so I was like Becca I need some Epsom salt and I need to soak my body in some situation tonight yeah so because i I hit the pavement i got back on the pavement today and put in some miles and and i'm feeling it oh you ran i ran oh yeah yeah well your body's like wait a second you gave me three days off yeah noted note to self hashtag no days off beast mode (laughs) (laughs) we okay so tanya
2: and i on um saturday she we had planned to go have lunch and we a super
0: cute lunch like we were gonna get dressed up and like to have a cute lunch outside
2: yeah but uh, she wrote me and she was like I'm not feeling like a hundred percent I don't know if I have the energy to go out to like a restaurant or whatever and um there was a lot of happening at my house so it wasn't like really a cute spot to catch hey, up yeah and so I was like why don't we go get food to go in Santa Monica and then go have like a picnic kind of on the grass area by the water and it was so fun. It was so fun and so cute. I love that we do stuff like that. Do you know how much I love it? <laughs> no, I yeah, I do. But I also love it. And I was gonna say, go on dates with your best friends and like do cute things. Don't reserve it only for like romantic relationships because it's really fun to like, use that time and actually make an effort.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, put a little blanket down, had some lunch, peed on the side of the road. Yeah, she did pee
2: on my side of the car
0: for whatever reason. Because there was
2: people on my side. Oh, yeah, 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 there were. Um, Yeah, I like get too nervous to pee unless there's an actual toilet. And so the fact that she was just like, hey, can you block this side? I got (laughs) to pop a squat. I was like, we're literally on the main road in Santa Monica. (laughs) There's cars next to us, there's people walking by, and she's just like, Like on Pacific Coast Coast Highway. (laughs) (laughs) And there were like where we were parked. There was a car on either side of us. And no. Well, I don't think anyone was in the car next to us. But let
0: me tell you, I have become a professional nature peer during quarantine because I did a lot of picnics at this park where there is no there's just no um, bathroom. And so I learned how to basically open both doors like the like let's say you're on the driver's side so you open the driver's door and then the door behind that so you create like a basically like a little bathroom for yourself and then you just squat right there (laughs) nobody can see you and just it's good as new unless you don't have a four-door car unless you don't then you're in trouble
4: (laughs) isn't that public urination isn't that a crime yes yes if i was
0: spotted from a police officer i would have uh, received a yeah. ticket as, or a citation of sorts, but, but you I felt like was... it was
4: worth it because you couldn't make it any longer. Oh yeah. my
0: bladder was so full I wouldn't have enjoyed. And we were spent like a good chunk of time there. There's no way I would have yeah. ma- been able to do that. I had to pee the whole time and I was just like I so I can't held it? Yeah, I held it till I got home. Let me tell you and when even... you let me tell you when you are a UTI frequenter such as myself, <laughs> the minute you're you gotta pee, you have to relieve yourself. So Shout out to my UTI queens.
4: Why not the hydro flask <laughs> Yeah. What about it? Why in not?
0: The, oh, in the car?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I needed to drink from it that day. <laughs> she Don't worry, though. She used the water from her hydro flask to
2: rinse the area where she went, which was very thoughtful.
1: What are we, are even we talking though,
4: pavement or dirt? Pavement. pavement. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and I went to get something out of the car, forgetting what had happened in that area, and literally panicked that i stepped in she goes oh, i rinsed it with water i was like <laughs> yeah how well
4: great so now i stepped in 40 percent urine 60 <laughs> yeah, percent
2: that's right that's
1: right that's right So have we ever talked you get... about
2: do you pee, do y'all pee in the shower
1: no <laughs> uh, no and uh, if allison's listening i never <laughs> have and i never will
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay pretend Allison is no a I stopped idea.
1: when I
4: when when the kids were babies and we'd give them baths in the shower
1: I keep seeing those <laughs> studies gross. where it's like it it doesn't sit in there long enough to like transfer any bacteria so like let her rip but I'm like I feel like this is a trap I'm not I'm not gonna do this I I, I stopped doing it when I started living with somebody but the temptation <laughs> yeah, is still awesome. there oh man <laughs>
2: okay well i have never done it and i didn't realize it was such a common thing until i did never a poll done it? i mean maybe when i was a kid and i had to go and i would just go but like as a, as an aware adult no no
0: oh. <laughs> i mean i've definitely <laughs> peed in the shower i don't like i mean i try to pee before i get in the shower but i'm not opposed what's the problem like what is it what's the i get
2: Especially for men to do it because y'all don't even—it's not even like, oh, I don't want to waste toilet paper when I could just go in the shower. Like y'all don't even use toilet paper, so. That's <laughs> right. Busy. I
0: do it for the environment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the really upsetting pee in the part. Sh- I pee in the shower, and I use a menstrual cup. You're welcome, Mother Nature. <laughs> and a hydro flask. And, <laughs> and a hydro flask. Wow. And if I I a family bags. of
4: bags. All did this in the shower. They would save more than five thousand gallons of water a year.
2: Yeah, Well, you can, I'm going to find things in my, it's just, I, I, it's not even so much of, I just can't do it. I just can't make myself pee unless I'm sitting in a toilet, unless I'm literally about to, I had to do it one time on a trip to Big Sur. I had to get out and pop a squat and it was, I was giggling so bad from just being like uncomfortable (laughs) that I was like, I was hanging on for dear life to 95 P and we were like dying laughing. It was a mess.
0: You guys. If I had to explain to you the place, because honestly, it's one of those, I think it's one of those things where because I have, because I do get UTI so often that when I feel the urge, I just, I have to go no matter where I am. I remember during quarantine, we were going down to Palm Springs. I think it was maybe when we were going to do the podcast. And there was like, there's a stretch on that freeway where there's like no yeah. escape and the traffic was like back, back to back to back, literally had to pull over onto the center divider of the freeway and go there. I mean, it wasn't not safe because the cars were moving super, super slow, yeah. but I, that was pretty wild. I was like, I, I have to go. Like, I, I, I have to go. The thrill of a lifetime.
4: The, oh, wait, the center divider?
0: Yeah, like we were in that lane, the lane, like the fast lane.
4: But then how do you not... So there was a little bit be, of a how bridge. How you hidden from anyone?
0: There was a, there was, like a uh, there was a divider between us and the other side of the freeway. Okay. Do you know that thing? So yes. I was there, and then I was on the um, driver's side, the two-door thing on the thing. She did You're her
4: between trick, the two doors, her porta behind, potty In front of you was the car. Behind you was the bridge. So you yes. had little, like, four walls. Exactly. Although if anyone was looking real closely, they'd see the trickle coming from underneath <laughs> yeah. the wall.
2: A hundred percent. Got Which it. would be upsetting to see for some. Splashing onto like your ankles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And shoes. Yep. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> well switching gears to something else that's Good gross yeah, sorry not gross. sorry you know
0: you guys In a just different don't way. get it
2: the ncaa so i was on tiktok last week just scrolling as i do and there was this video from um a basketball player her name's sedona prince and she's like she's at Oregon center and she was posting the difference between the, uh, women's workout facility and equipment versus the men's. And it was, sh- I mean, it's something that I think I've known about and I played sports growing up. So there was always a difference in like the guys, everything versus the girls. Okay.
0: This to me, shook me to my coreth <laughs> because I've never seen that before. Like, I mean, I only, I grew up playing tennis and it's like, you have a tennis court and balls and rackets. Like I never really noticed any mm-hmm. difference between the men. And the women, You know, our seasons were different seasons and we all took buses. Like I never, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen this in my life. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like so jarring because it's literally a stack of weights for the women, a stack of weights and then row like a like a like a, like a full blown gym for yeah. the men yeah like a gym set up f- like huge face up you've ever seen
4: in your life yeah like yeah. like
0: benches to do presses multiple multiple weights variants of weights um what else have you got in there some i mean uh, just yeah. wild yeah it was the women's was literally
2: like a uh, one stack like one stack yeah, of weights yeah of like different weights i think it went up to what was the highest? It wasn't even thirty pounds. I think the heaviest weights on the little pyramid stack were thirty pounds, and then the men's—they literally have options for whatever they want. Anyways, it's been a problem in sports. It's always been an, a debate of like, will men bring in more money and viewers? Oh well, and no. Whatever. But then the, did you see the food? Oh yeah, and then I saw so that I saw it because you posted it. So I like, mean,
0: the food <laughs> was uh, 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 like. When you're an athlete, you need to fuel your body with good food, good nutritious food. (laughs) Whatever the women were eating literally looked like.
2: It was like rubbery meat. Rubbery meat. And then mashed potatoes and some nasty looking veggies and then a brownie or something
0: i don't know and the men had a feast a buffet a thanksgiving buffet (laughs) of sorts you choose what you want just come here and we'll just whatever you want and the third
4: element which didn't maybe get as much press is the women were also getting cheaper less accurate covid tests
0: oh i did not see see that
4: that. yeah i have that here in the uh, new york times article about this whole thing uh, the NCAA did acknowledge that women were given cheaper, less sensitive coronavirus tests.
0: It's so, so, okay, I'm having a hard time. So I was just completely shook by this and appalled and like, what the WTF? So I'm now learning that like, I'm part of the problem. And because I'm not a sports watcher, but in order for our girls to get more revenue, they need more eyeballs on their, on their games, right? Right.
4: Well, yes. I mean, so the, the disparity is that CBS pays $850 million a year to the NCAA for the men's tournament. And ESPN pays for the women's tournament $42 million a year. But mm-hmm. the point is, the NCAA is making almost a billion dollars off of these sports tournaments, you can feed the players. Like it yeah. doesn't all have to be some sort of like oh we only made 42 million we better give them garbage food and crap coronavirus tests. You're making yeah. plenty of money. You can treat yeah. all your athletes properly. That's the point.
0: It is so wild. Like yeah. I I I cannot get over it. Like I I can't get over it. I mean, I for my own self have
2: more equipment than they had for these teams i'm serious i'm like dead serious i was i was watching today i was like i have a full room set up that has a full set of weights it i have other equipment i have a treadmill like and i did that for myself so if i can afford to do that then can't this company that's making that much money dedicate some of the portion at least a small amount to the women to have a nice buffet and choices of food plus the same
0: opportunities in the workout room i don't know i don't know what's happening i feel like they put out a statement but like nothing- they did
4: and they apologized but why can't people do the right thing before being called out on it
0: it's so wild but so yeah. anyways i kind of really took it upon myself to um even though i'm not a big sports girl i want to help in any way that I can. <laughs> so I'm going to, like, I don't want to say adopt a sports team, but, like, I want to get into, like, a women's basketball team. Yeah, and start, like, watching and rooting I for will them, watch yeah. their games. I want to go follow their Instagram account.
4: Well, why not do your alma mater? Why not do Arizona?
0: Um, That's a great idea.
4: NCAA, USC, local. NCAA
0: so. is college, right?
4: Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so... Sure, that's that's the first
4: step. Knowing that's the first step, so now you're.
0: (laughs) I'm not a sports girl, but I am down for the cause, and I'm like, I will follow the team. I will set my alarms so I can watch these games, like, or just at least have it on in the background while I'm cooking or something, because I just want to give them my eyeballs, you know. Yeah, I have great news
4: for you. Arizona women's team in the first round. They're the third. I'm not going to explain seeds. (laughs) But the best teams have lower seeds, so they have an easier – anyway, the point is Arizona is a three seed, which means they're very good. Great. And in the first (laughs) round, they beat Stony Brook 79 to 44. Not even close.
0: They're my girls. They're
4: they're your girls, and they're going to play BYU out of Utah coming up next, and I'll get you all the information on that game. And you can become an Arizona Wildcats women's college basketball fan.
0: Great, and I will be. I'm going to go buy myself a jersey. I'm going to buy myself a hat i am going to uh watch the games follow their instagram how how else can i help i just think i i think talking about it and i think
2: them even even if whatever yeah it should have been done they shouldn't it shouldn't have been that they needed to be called out to be able to do these things But as long as moving forward, there's fairness and I get it. Maybe women's sports don't generate as much money, but at the same time, you definitely are making enough that you can cover these things and at least make the opportunity equal because
0: we can start getting them to generate the money. Like I'm like pissed at myself. I went to U of A and never once went to any women's sporting event. Not one, not one. Did I go to every single football game that we had? Sure did. Did I go to every single basketball game that we had? Sure did. Did I go to what else did I go to? Men's, I'm like, sure I went to lacrosse. I think there was hot lacrosse players. I went to lacrosse games. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, the I didn't do. Is. I was. I, I didn't help any of my girls in college, and I'm so pissed. Like looking back, I really regret it. But if the organization, if the schools put as much
2: celebratory effort into the other sports as they do about football or basketball, whoever's the like winning team you would go to those things. Like if the women's teams were hyped up as much as the football games and the basketball or the lacrosse, whatever, you would go to those things because it's like the whole school wants to support. Right, so. but
0: like if they're not going to do that, guess who's got to do it?
2: Your <laughs> Tanya, girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tanya loves sports. She thinks they're so cute and sports everyone cute. gets to wear their costumes. It's really fun I for do her. love a
0: costume. I love a festive moment. So here we go. U of A Wildcats basketball. You got a new fangirl here going to order my merch tonight and follow the ncaa tournament that started not sure but i will i will figure it out
2: i was i was mostly i i forgot the food was like shocking to me too that was crazy and i also don't get why because in high school because I, i went to a small school so it wasn't like that big of a deal but um we shared a lot of the like workout rooms and space and stuff but everything they did was like they made everything so nice for like the football team and they built all these extra things for the football team. Cause that's where they got a lot of their money donated to. So I think it's just kind of a political, you know, it gets kind of, kind of political of like, where's the money coming from? What's it going towards? And so I think it's just like you said, the more support that there is in women's sports, the yeah. more, and it shouldn't be that way, but that's just, in my opinion, I think it's un- the unfortunate reality.
0: Yeah it's just the kind of, I mean, we need more women in those leadership roles. You know what I mean? Like in and- those universities, figuring out where the funds are allocated. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I have no idea who's on the school <laughs> board at U of A. I went there. <laughs> like I'm embarrassed. Like I need to, I need to get back into my school and, and, Do some things,
2: you know. Kobe Bryant was like really making moves to try and change the like stigma surrounding women's, especially in basketball, because his daughter Gigi was, you know, it was that was her passion, and so I think he really wanted to make an. He was really making an effort, I think, to change the way things were handled, which is a bummer. Like, we need someone like that who has that leadership mentality, and yeah,
0: it's you. It's gonna be you. (laughs) It's gonna be me. You know, it's funny though because it's like. I everyone always says like stick to what you know, and so like I mean the sporting world is obviously not what I know at all, and I like where I could really thrive is if I dove into like the music side of it. You know what I mean? And like, you know, like BB REXA has these, um, she has these. I mean, obviously not with COVID, but pre pre panny. Um, she used to, she used to do these like women's supporting women's luncheons where she would just have all different, you know, women singers and songwriters and like to have everybody collaborate and work together. Because again, like even in the music industry, I I don't know the stats, I don't want to speak on it, but like the amount of women that are played on the radio is significantly less than men. And, um, you know there is a lot in the music industry as well so it's like i feel like that i should really really take control over and kind of push more in because the the athletic world is so foreign to me but you know what
4: i feel like that's changing in music isn't it i mean i feel like i know when i was coming up and uh, granted that was many decades ago there was a rule a lot of top 40s had that you couldn't play a, a female artist back to back with another female artist Thankfully, that's no longer a rule that anyone subscribes to. But also, I feel like like even on Kiss right now, I feel like we're playing more women than men. And also, that the, the women are just more interesting than the men in this moment.
0: If you really take a look at it, it's not really? like I think this was just even two years ago, this stat came out. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was fairly recent, but it's like I can't remember what the stat was. But I think it was when I
4: think of pop music right now, I think of Billie Eilish, I think of Ariana Grande,
0: Dua Lipa, I, I think of Doja Cat,
4: Dua Lipa, yeah. But you're right. There's a lot. There's yeah. there plenty of men out there.
0: Yeah. It's like, w- look at who we're playing. We're playing Justin Bieber and Post Malone in The Weeknd. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, my mind is blank. <laughs> Bruno
4: Mars and Anderson <laughs> Pack was in Soxonic.
0: Exactly. You know, the list goes on and on. But the I should look at the stat, what it is now. But it was recent that it was like
4: shocking. Well, let's get to it.
0: It's even worse for country radio. Oh, I'm sure that's true.
4: Tanya. How many points is a basket worth? Seven. Okay. So there's going to be a bit of a learning curve.
1: (laughs)
0: One. One. Is it one? Is it one basket? Come on. You got it. One point. One point. Come on. You got it. One point. Try again. Unless you get a three-pointer, then you get a three. Okay. okay, That's true. That's right.
4: Well, what what constitutes a three-pointer?
0: Oh, so the other ones, so you get two points. Mm -hmm. Okay.
4: Right. And a three-pointer is when you shoot it from?
0: The three-point line.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
4: okay yeah and a free
2: throw is worth how many one yeah okay all right but you get
0: two free throws okay what is
4: it that's a little more complicated what
0: is a travel when they walk with the ball (laughs) okay kind sure how many Uh, steps no there's like they count how do you count people run so fast
4: it's like (laughs) how do you
0: know (laughs) what constitutes that
2: isn't it more than two it's a travel right you got one two and then yeah it's one two and then after that it's a travel how many what's a double dribble
0: a double dribble (laughs) is that illegal is that against the rules i mean yeah Yeah. you
2: get it
0: oh so if you dribble and then you travel and then you dribble again kind of if you dribble
2: and then pick it up and then dribble again without pat you have to pass it after you pick it up and stop dribbling you have to pass it or shoot
0: this is a lot i i I, figure it out (laughs) I can watch a basketball game and follow it, like.
4: All right, Wednesday. Arizona BYU is Wednesday. Times to be determined.
0: On channel? On what channel? ESPN.
4: I believe so, uh, but Wait. I think that's all up in the air. But yes, I, I, will, I will. I will tell you.
0: I will be there. I will be there. Or I will be square. No, it I will... could be
4: ESPN 2 or there's a bunch of ESPN. So mm. we'll see.
0: I can't <laughs> tell you. Like, I don't think I've ever put it on ESPN in my life. Like never. Wow. Like I don't even know what channel that is. Does Hulu Live have that? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes. It does. Okay. Yeah,
2: Hulu Live does. Okay. Um I know that we have a very exciting guest coming up but we have to talk about Grace.
1: Oh yes, right. We do.
2: Okay. First of all, there's a clip right at the beginning, spoiler alert. When Meredith walks up and sees Derek fishing and she goes, "It's you again." And he looks over at the camera and does this Look where he kind of like grins and turns his head, and I had the
0: biggest smile on my face. It's because it's that it's the it's the look. He looks so good. Oh, I thought it was like the look he gave, like old school Meredith.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that it was like all of it combined, and I was just like, why am I so affected by this relationship still after seventeen years?
0: it really is something else that look it's like that's the look you want like that's the look we all just like want i just you know
2: i know a lot of people talk about how horrible Derek was to meredith but like what do you mean a lot of people are like he was horrible to her blah, in blah, the blah. beginning
0: yeah a lot of rocky
2: It's okay passionate about that but oh uh, they are in game they have to be she this show cannot end with somehow her ending up with Derek. Not, that well, means she
3: has
2: to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if it ends like a flash? It goes for really far forward and she is like, has a beautiful, happy life. And then she dies and it shows like Zola getting ready to start her internship.
4: Ooh. I no, kinda like that no
0: no no I'm actually liking this doctor guy for her the cute this cute they're one like the widow yeah no. I like it. Aww. why not I,
4: I I don't mind it because they're slow burning it they're not forcing it so yeah. many relationships are forced this one's really taking its sweet time. It's
0: sweet time and it's sweet. Why?
2: Because
4: he lost his wife. She lost her husband.
2: Yeah. yeah, I get it, but like... It's like they're each other's good karma. I was I was actually moral on Team DeLuca to, for her.
0: Oh, my no. gosh. Are no. you... Like, you've totally lost your mind. What have we seen First with of all, her she and McWidow
2: Widow that she's like... Cut that her hair like,
0: yesterday. Now she's like do, Team I DeLuca and mind. Meredith. <laughs> Meredith and DeLuca were like... <sighs> we're like... Okay. He was No no I gotta get a good comparison
4: here. Oh, I love Lord. this.
0: We'll be here all day, folks.
4: Used <laughs> <laughs> Mer- to one megaphone. We're going long on this
0: one. Meredith and DeLuca were like who's the what's the the um the main guy from Sesame Street? <laughs> Big and Ernie. It's like Big Bird it's like, Bur- it's, like oh. it's like Big Bird dating the cookie monster it just did not <laughs> go i think well, like big bird mean...
4: should date a different bird is that what you're saying
0: big bird should date who did i you know it's i big
2: was bird trying had, to do the big bird didn't have a relationship as far as i'm
4: concerned and i was trying
0: to do like a cartoon analogy but i'm not familiar with sesame street very well
4: mm-hmm. and you chose that one yeah
0: i don't know yeah. what's another big cartoon and
2: cookie monster what's another cartoon it? that i know um, I just don't see, you know, I don't feel like, you know, a lot of cartoons. You don't it's talk like, about it's like,
0: um, the race car guy blaze, the race car blaze. What is happening?
1: Lightning McQueen.
0: <laughs> Lightning McQueen <laughs> dating right. little Bo Peep from Toy Story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a spinoff I can get into.
0: Thank you. <laughs> it is just not it. And- and Not it. I what? Who? Are, what are we talking about? Like Meredith and Deluca. Okay,
2: and then McWidower and her go together like peas and carrots. I'm going to disagree. I'm rooting for her to end up with Derek. I want her to just be a, She's going to be an independent, strong. She doesn't need no man until she you know passes on, and then she reunites with the love I, of her life. I
4: like the idea that Meredith recovers, and in the finale, we see like. I don't know if you guys watched Six Feet Under back in the day, but it was all about death because they worked at Funeral Home. And in the last episode of the series, it it flashes forward to every character on the show how they ultimately pass away, which was fascinating. That would be very interesting to see Meredith's death and reunion with Derek as Zola starting her internship. That's exciting. I love that.
2: Should I contact the writers and just see what... I think you should. I'm just concerned (laughs)
4: that it's going to end this year. and We're not going to get that.
2: I think we could get that. I like don't see them having Derek like this and then it not ending with them being... I mean, they clearly get what we want. They brought him back however they could. They
0: do clearly get what we want.
4: But Krista says that they're planning a finale for this season that could be a series finale or could be a season finale. What you're describing is a very final finale.
0: That... Okay, her saying, saying that dream. is so dark. She could dream. It, it
4: is it's dark.
2: It's I'd almost dark. rather her just be like, this is going to be the end. I yeah. hate the, like, it could be the end, but it might not be the end.
4: I hope it's not the end. And I've always said, I keep going without Meredith. I don't care. I just want it to keep going. No,
2: I don't agree. I love Meredith. How do you have Grey's Anatomy? I without told you G- it was Dola, Gray. Ellis, and Bailey. Yeah,
4: fine. There's a way to do it. The hospital's called Grace Sloan now. You can call it Grace Sloan Anatomy. I don't know, but you, there's a way to do it. Somebody's just got to come up with the idea. Well,
0: I we'll didn't love this
4: episode. I will say that. As I, me well. too.
0: i me too. It was a little Why? snoozy. It was it so was a little emotional. Snoozy.
4: And what really, there was a scene with Richard and Catherine in the conference room yeah and like they didn't have a shot of her coming into the room so they dubbed in her voice saying you wanted to see me Richard and then suddenly they're sitting there and just talking about really nothing. It to me it was like this episode came in at forty one minutes. Quick, we need to do one more thing to kill three minutes here to get to forty four. <laughs>
0: A buffer definitely yeah, like a buffer a, what episode.
4: is this scene Richard bummed because people are dead okay yeah. what are, we're not advancing any storyline here no
2: he was like i'm losing hope like there's no i'm not getting anything good and she's like i'm living with stage four cancer and nothing's grown like this is good news like there is still good news happening within these walls yeah. y'all are heartless we had a memorial for Deluca. Yeah, everyone that, was crying. The when- funny
4: thing there was, I felt bad for all of the actors who had to do emotional goodbyes to Deluca to camera. And then they didn't even use the sound on them. (laughs) They just showed them in the background. I was like, Oh, poor guys had to do the whole thing with tears running down their face. And we didn't even see it.
2: You know what scene I could have done without was the drinking scene with Jackson, Joe. And uh, Uh, this is what I'm saying. I felt like as a whole, it was, I was like an emotional, I loved when Derek was talking about how well he knows Alice. And like, even though she feels like she never knew you, he's like describing all the things she Mm -hmm. is. And, Y'all are just critics.
0: <laughs> I just feel like they've been going above and beyond this season that this one felt a little lackluster to me. That's all.
4: Yes, well, I agree. They not
0: can't, they can't hit.
2: They, yes, they have been. I'm saying if they have one, they just came back last week. Like Give them a real big one. Yeah, that was a wanger. Banger. <laughs> a big wanker. Wanker.
0: <laughs> oh, wanker from Ted Lasso.
2: I don't know what that means. I haven't watched it again. <laughs>
0: oh.
2: um, okay, we have Victoria Justice coming on and very excited to chat with her and what's going on in her life. I don't know if she watches Grey's, but we will find out and we will be right back with that. That's right.
0: Can I rant for a sec? Please. in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
2: We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively.
0: Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
2: All right, everybody, we have had limited guests this year because we've been very specific about who we have joining us on the podcast. And today we have a very exciting guest. We have Victoria Justice in the O.R. Hey. What's we- up, everybody? Welcome. <laughs> we, we like to pretend that we're, you know, based on scrubbing in that we're in the O.R. Yeah.
5: In the OR,
2: <laughs> do you watch Grey's Anatomy? We're like obsessed fans. So
5: I <laughs> I've actually never seen Grey's Anatomy. What is wrong with me?
0: Do yourself a favor. Trust me. Start from season one, episode one. You Were are you- in for a thrill.
2: Really? Yes. Okay, but also she yeah. she's pretty busy. I don't know if she has time for seventeen seasons of a show. Right There's no
0: now. rush. That's the best part. <laughs>
5: That's a lot of seasons. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you really have to, you really have to commit. Um, but anyways, we are so excited to talk to you. I'm serious. Like we've had so many episodes this year where it's just been ice and so we're really excited to have guests and talk about what's going on. And you well, have a lot happening right now.
5: I do. Yeah, I have a movie that just came out. It's called Trust. You can watch it on demand and it's in select theaters. I have new music that's out, a song called Treat Myself and a song called Stay. And I also did a movie for this, or sorry, I also did a song for the soundtrack of this movie. It's a cover of an old school Billy Paul song called Everybody's Breaking Up. And it's like a jazzy, soulful little number that's uh, out right now as well. So lots of music and the movie and it's all very exciting.
0: Did you shoot this movie in quarantine?
5: I shot it right before. So we um, we filmed like at the beginning of January to get certain shots with like the Christmas decorations in New York. And then we stopped filming and then I came back to LA and then I started filming again in February. And then we finished in March, like just as the pandemic hit. And when I flew back home to LA, things were like looking a little sus, but it wasn't like for sure yet. And then like a couple days after that, we were in full on lockdown mode. So I mean, the timing honestly could not have
2: Okay. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I, I was just having this conversation the other day about how all of these movies that were filmed in this time and how it's been adjusting and shifting. Like, was this always the release date or did y'all try to push it as far as you could to see if this would the pandemic and pandemonium would calm down?
5: Oh, um, no, I think this was always maybe the release date. That's yeah, great.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many people just had to adjust and say, like, should we be patient and hope that maybe this ends and things are normal again? But I feel like we're on the up and up right now.
5: I think so. I think so. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you have to record any of your songs uh, and do any of your music via, like, Zoom or?
5: Um, I didn't actually. I... Oh well, well. The song that I did uh, for the movie Everybody's Breaking Up was during the pandemic, so I had to go to the studio and like, you know, have my mask on, and everyone was like socially distancing, and there wasn't many people allowed there. So that was that was an interesting experience. Um, but the other two singles that I put out, Treat Myself, which was the first one I put out in December, the first single I put out in seven years was uh, Treat Myself in December, and then Stay was my second one. And those songs I'd actually written and recorded like a year and a half ago or a year ago. So that was pre all of
0: this. Oh, wow. So you were just you were just uh, logging content before the pandemic hit.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting on some songs that I really loved. And honestly, like with, with my first single, Treat Myself, I promised my, my fans that I was going to put music out in 2020. And I wanted to stay true to my word. And I just felt like the message of Treat Myself was perfect because it's like kind of like a self-love anthem is what I've heard some people mm-hmm. call it, which I love. And it's all about like kind of how we're – the voices in our heads can lie to us sometimes and how we need to treat ourselves better. And I felt like so many people would be able to relate to this message specifically right now, because, you know, more than ever, we're all just at home alone with ourselves and our thoughts can just run rampant and go crazy. So it was like a message that I thought would be good
2: to put out right now. So.
0: I think yeah. everyone needs that message. Yeah, not even longer. like not even at home and our thoughts are running rampant. But it's like we're at home and we're just like scraggly and like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like
2: and we're scrolling, you know, social media. It's just like all, in our face, and all we have is like comparing ourselves, and we're like looking at ourselves, comparing ourselves to this unrealistic <laughs> expectation. Yeah,
5: exactly, it's hard. It, this is, it has not been easy for anyone, you know. And yeah, it's so easy to compare yourself when it's so easy to like feel down and feel bad about yourself and feel like maybe you're not where you should be or you know whatever and i feel like at the end of the day like we gotta like show ourselves love you know we gotta be our own best friend we gotta we gotta talk to us ourselves better because like i have a line in the song that's like i wouldn't say the things i do to anybody else so why is it okay to say to myself and it just like really rings true for me because we can really be so like mean to ourselves. And it's like, you wouldn't, you would never say that to your best friend. So like, why is it okay for you to say to yourself? Yeah.
0: You know? How do you show love to yourself?
5: That's a great question. Um, you know, how do I show love my, to myself? I think by, I don't know. I'm all about like self-care is really important to me. So I try to meditate when I can. I try to take like you know, have, like, self-care days or, like, you know, an hour or two to myself where I just, you know, take a shower and then put on a face mask and, like, take that time to sort of unplug and not feel guilty about, like, not doing something. You know what I mean?
0: I have Um, a hard time with that, too.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that's important for me to do. And how also I show myself love? I don't know. I think just trying to, like, remind myself, because we all have moments where we feel down or Mm -hmm. we feel bad about things or we're not good enough in certain ways or yada 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 and i think it's just you know being able to remind yourself sometimes of all the good things that you have accomplished and like how far you have come and like you know you're still learning and growing and we're all on our own individual journeys and we shouldn't you know compare that with someone else and i think it's just i don't know just trying to try to practice being kind to ourselves more it's just
0: important I don't know if you are single or if you are in a relationship
5: I'm single girl okay well
0: (laughs) let me tell you something that I did recently that showed myself some love because it was really just so much fun I hadn't put on a pair uh, like a sexy pair of lingerie in a minute and so I literally just like put it on and walked around my apartment and I felt so good like it just felt good yeah
5: yeah, I love doing stuff like that too. It feels so good to just like when you're feeling down sometimes, especially during this time where like we don't, there's not a lot of reason to like put makeup on and get dressed up and you know, we can't really go anywhere. So sometimes it really does like it really can just change your mood and make you feel so good about yourself to like put that face of makeup on, like put on a really cute outfit, like you know, take a <laughs> few pictures, put it up on Instagram. And like,
2: it. it's <laughs> so true. It helps. Have you, have you like, are you in that place of single where you're like single and ready to mingle? Or are you like, I'm single and I'm focusing on Chilling. myself only?
5: <laughs> um, I feel like I kind of go back and forth with both, but I think I'm ready to mingle. Oh yeah? I think
2: I'm maybe leaning more towards that. Yeah. Well, this year was probably a tough time to mingle because it was all virtual. So mingling <laughs> virtual. <laughs> it
5: was
2: a very limited mingle. <laughs> Korea. Safe social distance mingling. Oh, it
0: just sounds so, like I had some friends who met who were dating on the apps and stuff, and it's just like the awkward conversation of just like, are you gonna like <laughs> it's just so awkward to even think about. Like, are you gonna get a test? Okay, like, when if we get a test, then we can like yeah. touch. <laughs> it's just so weird like when you think about it do you know what I mean like we're just living in such a weird time right now do you
3: bizarre
2: would you feel like have you ever been on a date with someone who didn't know who you were or like wasn't fully aware of who you are or have you really only dated people who are kind of in the same industry so they're they get it a little more
5: yeah I guess I've mainly dated people that have been in the same industry as me because I mean, those are mainly the people that I'm like around. Yeah, right. But I think it would be cool. I would be open to dating someone that wasn't in the same industry. That might be kind of refreshing, to be honest.
2: Well, I know there was like a huge, I'm, I, years ago was on The Bachelor. And so I'm from that world. Yeah, and,
5: I remember. Uh, I The Bachelor.
2: Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, it was such a big deal when um, it, it came out that you and P- Peter were friends and like, grew, did y'all grow up together? What was the connection? wait yeah. hot Peter Peter the pilot oh that pilot, Peter Pete.
0: oh okay, okay okay
2: um that's so funny uh <laughs>
5: yeah P- Peter and I we grew up in Florida together we both like started out doing child modeling and commercials and stuff when we were younger and our moms became good friends and then when I was like 11 uh I moved to LA to pursue acting and all this stuff and we actually lived in a two-bedroom apartment together in Studio City. Me and Peter and my mom and his mom, yeah. No and way. We were friends, yeah, like childhood friends. We would go to Beeman Park together in Studio City and like go like hide under this like turtle that was in the sand <laughs> and we run around and beat kids together. And then we kind of and then like I stayed in LA and they went back to Florida and did their thing and eventually moved back out to LA. But we kind of like lost touch and you know people lives things yeah. whatever. And um, and I remember I was watching uh, Hannah's season of The Bachelorette, and they're doing all the intros and everything. And then I see Peter come on screen. And I freaked out. I was like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: that oh, must be so that, weird
5: however, it was so weird it free, I was like what is he doing on the <laughs> what's happening I have no idea it was so funny and then like we all
2: reconnected and it was really fun to just you know reconnect again and that's that's basically the story yeah. that's so funny I didn't because so what was so y'all were basically kids the last time you saw each other and then the next time you saw him it was like his intro on the bachelorette yeah <laughs> wow that is funny that is really funny um I was gonna ask also your your um movie that has come out trust is very different from where like your hardcore fans know you from like a very different role Do, do you feel like is there a pressure like an intimidation of switching gears in such a drastic way for you or do you just assume like hopefully my fans have grown with me And they're ready for what I'm putting out.
5: Yeah, I think my fans have grown with me for sure. I feel like it's just like a natural progression. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously not going to play like high school forever. Right. Um, And so I've matured. And so the roles that I'm going to be interested in are going to mature as well. And um, but I felt I feel like this role, it was really kind of perfect for me in a lot of ways. It's not like you know, overly scandalous and shocking where people would be like, oh my God, like she really did that, where I'm like fully nude or something, yeah. which I do not plan on <laughs> doing ever. Um, but, you know, it's a—it's uh, just a little bit scandalous and it's more mature and it's like this adult relationship mm-hmm. drama and um, I had a lot of fun doing it and I think hopefully people will uh, will enjoy it. I think they will. There's lots of twists and turns. It's very, it's fun.
2: I love anything with a good twist and turns. I'm just really into right like now. A like a thriller. I- is it a thriller? Would you say it's a thriller?
5: No, it's not a thriller. It's a, it's like a relationship drama. Um, it takes place in New York city in like the art world in New York. It's about a married couple played by me and Matt D'Addario. And it's really about like temptation and cheating and the kind of the whole movie you're trying to figure out like, did this person cheat? Did they cheat? Like, what's going on? And then you, there's just like it's something else like it's thrown at you. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And I think it'll start a lot of interesting conversations too about like what people consider to be cheating. And oh, like,
0: oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's not. It's not. There's not like too much of a question there, right? No,
2: I think I no. I disagree. I think that a lot of people. I mean, it's lit- you could literally go back to Ross and Rachel if, if were they on a break, you know? But like, that's not cheating. A- but that was a whole thing. She felt like it was. I'm saying, like, a lot of people, it's emotional. There's emotional. There's, there's physical. There's Exactly. And else. it's
5: like, you can get really close, but if you don't actually do it, is that still considered cheating? Or like- yes. <laughs> that's the thing, but, like, yeah. So the whole time, the- for the whole movie, though, I think, like... There's just different things that happen, and it's like about. It's really just about like it's a very relatable story about this couple that is a happy couple, but it's relatable because things can happen, and I, and none, neither one of them are crazy people. You know, my character is sort of seeing things that are making her kind of insecure and and doubt, like is he cheating? And then, you know, my husband's character is you know I'm this art gallery owner, I'm representing this new like hot young Irish artist, and he's you know super flirtatious and so my husband's kind of thinking well like is there something going on here and he's seeing things so it's kind of just about like how all of that can happen and how like insecurities and doubts and jealousy and temptation can kind of play into a relationship and like where that can take you and
2: I don't know it's a it's a ride but that we we we'll have like um some of our listeners will email in and there's there's always every now and then there's a story of like you know, I thought when I committed to this relationship or when I got married to my husband or my wife that I wouldn't be able to have feelings for someone else. And it's like, we're not really in control of who we're drawn to or who's drawn to us or like, you know, we only can control ourselves and have self-control, but it is not so black and white of just like, once you meet someone that you're with or you marry that you're never going to be tempted or like find someone else attractive or appealing.
5: Right, exactly. I mean, it's kind of inevitable. I think people are going to find other people attractive, that sort of thing, whatever. But it is all about, you know, trust Mm at the end of the day, which is what the movie's called, and so kind of explores all that. Oh wow! You really, you really
0: really, like uh, what's the word? Close the circle? circle. Full circle? Wow! 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 Brought it
5: back home. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, There's (laughs) talk. There's talks about a victorious reboot. Is that? Are there any? Is there any truth to that? Do you talk about it?
5: No, I think people really
2: want one. I think that's awesome. But there's not been any like official,
5: you know, there's not any any plans to do that in the works right now. But I guess, you know, you never know.
0: Everybody wants a reboot of everything.
5: They do. It's just like nostalgic. People are just super into reboots right now.
0: Yeah. There's something about
2: like our brains go back to that simple time where we enjoyed these shows and these moments and felt like these Pure. characters were our friends. And and then you think that if you can get the reboot and have everyone back together, it'll be the same. But sometimes it's just like it ended where it ended. And it was like a beautiful memory.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's supposed to end or it and you don't need to do anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah.
2: But you'd be but- open to it.
5: Yeah, I'd be open. You never know. You never know. know. Yeah,
0: she's like, I'm open I'm open I like it. what is it? Open to the possibility, not attached to the outcome. Oh, that's good. That's
5: good. That is a great quote. I love that.
0: Thank you so much. I'm good for (laughs) one thing at when I get it right. (laughs) Sometimes I can't quite seal the seal the loop like you did there.
2: Do you have a preference over creating music or acting? Is there do you have a love over one over the other? Oh, it's
5: so hard. Um, I really do love them both, and I feel so lucky to do both. So it's hard to choose. Um, I love when I get to do both simultaneously. Like, that is the most fulfilling for me. Um, I don't know, but it it kind of like wanes. Like, sometimes, like right now, I feel like I'm maybe leaning more towards music and, and loving music more, but then, you know, I'll see a great film or see something that inspires me, and I'm like, oh, God, I just love acting so much. Like, I want to do that, you know? So it just depends on the day, I think.
2: Okay, I'm going to ask two more questions and then we'll let you go because I know you, you're you a busy okay. girl. What album was your favorite this year? Did you have anyone where you were like, this is the best album I've heard this year during the pandemic? It's a
0: tough question. You can take this your year, time. This year,
2: like 2021? Well, just like, well, within this, the, the... Yeah.
0: Yeah, count it's, yeah.
5: Last year is basically like, like an extended year. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, what album from last year? I'm trying Or to song. Think. Um, I'm trying to think. What? Oh, I uh. There's this artist, Sasha Sloan, that I oh really yeah know her. her. She's so good. Her album that she put out last year was called Only Child. I love it. She's so cool. Yeah, her.
2: her. She is like a storyteller too.
5: She's so good. Those are my favorite kind of artists that the ones that like are great songwriters and can tell a good story and they're just like she's so real and vulnerable and it's like mellow pop music and i just i dig it i love it um i also really loved folklore taylor swift i really enjoyed it
2: yeah we're we're big taylor fans huge
5: (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. And I'm obsessed right now with um, Leave the Door Open, the new Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack song. Have you guys heard it? Yeah. Well, just,
2: is that the one they performed?
0: Yeah. Yes. Silk Sonic.
5: Silk Sonic.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. I love <gasps> the throwback vibes. Yeah.
0: It's so but,
2: cool. Like he, Bruno's always really had a gift of kind of going back to that time of music while still keeping it, modern and with the times
0: you know i'm gonna say something controversial i don't like that song
2: you don't like it no that's okay that's an opinion yeah an opinion on a song isn't that controversial. Yeah, it
0: just d- isn't like wet my whistle. Like, it's just like, it's like, it's like white noise. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, well, you're going to get offensive if you keep describing okay. things as white noise. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh,
5: I, I think that's great. Well, I, I mean, I grew up listening to like Motown. Like, I love, I just love like soul music and everything. And so that's why I love it personally. It like has like, and, it, and it's like soulful, but it also has like a sense of humor to it still, which is what I think Bruno Mars like does so well. Uh-huh. It's, it, really fun but i totally understand where you're
0: coming from <laughs> yeah. i mean don't get me wrong i love me some bruno i mean like grenade is just like
2: Ugh. i was not hey, expecting grenade from you favorite bruno songs.
5: oh yeah, see grenade we just might wasn't... be
0: sonically different that might be we just might be,
2: <laughs> we,
5: we, be like we can agree on sasha sloan and... yes yeah
0: yeah and folklore <laughs> There you go. You know what would be actually really funny if there was a dating app that um, matched you by your like music choices? I would love that. I'm sure there I is one, probably. So, I think that's so important. I agree. Okay, my last
2: question Who's been your most pleasant and like best experience of a, a run in with someone that you admire or loved? Uh, or your worst if you want to spill some tea, but
0: spill um, some tea i don't think i've ever heard becca say that by the way
2: i'm, I'm on tiktok now oh oh is that what they say yeah, on tiktok that's they, yeah that's what they say on tiktok okay me too
5: me too i came <laughs> um uh, god the best of someone i admired or loved uh oh oh god this is kind of an embarrassing one i um sarah Borellis is like one of i love and admire her so much she's one of my favorite singer songwriters you guys know who she is right? oh yeah. yeah of course it's incredible. So um, years ago, she—I must have been like 17 when this happened. She was like performing at Miranda Cosgrove's birthday party, and um, I loved her so much. I was like, I have to get backstage. I have to meet her. So the you know people that were running the party got me backstage and. She performed like so many great songs but she didn't do like one of my favorite songs and so Gravity. Oh, I was is- just about to guess Gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like so I was like so nervous to meet her and I go backstage I'm like oh my holy crap like what the hell What am I going to stay? And so I, she's like there and I'm like hi. She's like hi. And I'm like oh my gosh, you were amazing. I was like you you did such a good job. Like um you know I'm wondering like oh you but you didn't do Gravity though I love that song so much and she was like oh yeah yeah she's like I just I just wasn't sure I was gonna do this venue justice and I was like oh justice that's my last (laughs) name. and she goes it was so just like I literally didn't even like my brain just like I had I didn't know what to say and so that's, that's where like, it
0: ended just that's where it ended you were like that's my last name and she just was like, ah,
2: like ah. Oh, great great <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah I get it okay that would be something taught her last name's Rad she would do something like that totally,
0: totally. like like <laughs> 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 so it's like when I met Patrick Dempsey I was like oh you gonna throw we were at a baseball field and I was like are you gonna throw the ball like (laughs) what out of everything I can say to Patrick Dempsey I'm like
2: are you gonna throw the ball like uh I met Elizabeth Olsen one time and I was in my defense I had been overserved significantly after an 80s cover party or band and I go I was trying to tell her that she was so beautiful I don't know what happened and I was just like you're so much prettier than your sisters but I was trying to (gasps) say it like I know you probably feel, like, a lot of pressure in comparison that your sisters are the Olsen oh twins, but, like, you're beautiful, you know, like, I, it was horrible. She just came out in a weird way. And yeah, she yeah, started yeah. laughing, and she goes, well, my sisters are beautiful, too, and I was like, no, no, they're, qu-. it was like, could, oh, my friend basically mouth. pulled me away, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> um oh that's so good thank you so much for hanging out with us i felt like we were just having girl chat that was so fun yeah,
5: it was fun
2: thank it was God. really fun um y'all watch them i'm gonna literally go home and watch the movie tonight Me i'm too. very excited Sounds it's a good. cozy day Um, gonna watch yep. trust you can did you say where did you say people can watch it on demand
5: on demand yep like itunes and whatnot and like in select theaters yeah. And yeah. You also- can just
0: like type it into your TV, and it'll like show you yeah. where you can get it.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also stream all her new
2: music. She's like giving yeah. you the gift of music in multiple songs. So go stream those. Thank, Thank you, you. Th- so much. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you guys. All right.
2: Bye, bye Victoria.
0: Bye. Birthday. in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by 21 Seeds. So you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time
2: at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance
0: party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you.
2: At eBay, you can trust that feeling of
0: real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms. Okay, we are
2: back. So after this conversation about Victoria Justice Movie Trust and kind of deciding what is considered cheating, we have a little would we call this a game or conversation starters what are what are these
4: yeah a conversation starter we have a all lot right. of them but i'll just pick a few good ones and and you know there's a lot of different levels of cheating and different relationships and different rules on cheating i think we all agree that intercourse with someone outside of your relationship is cheating but there's a lot of gray area on some of these how do we feel about for example your partner is flirting with someone through text but has never met them
0: cheating
2: Like you would break up over that or just, it would be a heavy conversation. If he was flirting with somebody via text message. Well, what's flirting? Like sometimes that's being nice and that can be flirting. Like I consider myself because I'm nice. Sometimes I can come across as flirting, but I have like no interest in anything other than being kind.
0: Mm, Feels suspect. Can we get maybe an example of those texts? I know very specifically when I'm being flirty and when I'm being kind. I agree with that. I don't. Well, that's I think there's good news for 95P. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, 95P has had some flirty conversations that I had to have some conversations about. But it was like uh, more so. I was just, you know, it wasn't anything more than me being nice. And I trust. You got to trust. But it, it literally was like one conversation. And it was like, all right, fine.
4: Uh, How about your partners using a webcam, you know, going to a webcam site and interacting with the uh, people on the webcam site and perhaps um, doing a little bit to themselves while they're watching it?
0: Cheating. (laughs) Just, yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, cheating and like, not my dude.
4: (laughs) Well, is the, is the line whether you know about like if they're hiding that from you that does seem like cheating but i feel like in some relationships they're aware of this activity and maybe <laughs> Yeah you're it's okay. interesting yeah. cuz
0: it's like oh, I'm, yeah, not, I mean, I'm not i'm not like porn to me i'm not like a i don't like it but i think i would not it wouldn't be a uh, what's the word deal breaker for me if if this guy was like i watch porn but interacting with somebody via a webcam is a hard no these are also just our opinions in our relationships.
2: Like, I think there is a lot of like, you know, people have more open relationships. Some people are open to a lot more than I personally am, which is fine, but teach their own. These are just our personal preferences in our own relationship. If someone is web chatting and doing uh are you talking about, like, masturbating while they're doing? Oh, oh, she yeah, went that was there. the word I was trying okay. to. Answer. I don't, yeah, know word. Word. don't know if I could say That's that. That. the word we were kind of pivoting around, <laughs> yeah. you know? Just maybe fondle, caressing. Okay, okay. You're... I hate fondling yourself. That's upsetting. Wanking, <laughs> Wanking the wanger? Wanking the wanger. Um, yeah, I don't like it, so don't do it for me.
4: <laughs> All right, uh, how do we feel about social media, like, what do we How do we feel about commenting on people's pictures, who are partially dressed, that sort of thing?
2: I don't like it. I don't know that it's a deal breaker, but it is a conversation to be had
0: yeah i wouldn't like it i don't think it's cheating but i wouldn't like yeah
2: it. i don't think it's cheating either i do think it warrants if it's like happening all the time where your person's like all you see is their comment popping up on every like half nude photo maybe have a conversation and let them know if that makes you uncomfortable if you're not uncomfortable then chill let them do it
4: what about um a fantasy what about fantasies about other people oh
2: that's interessant like they tell you about a fantasy they had
4: well i mean i guess that's the only way you would find out i suppose
2: but they say like i want to uh
4: no not i want to just like uh like um sometimes i think (laughs) i don't know how you tell this right like is it
0: like a is it like a one of those oh my hall pass if i saw mila kunis like i'd want to wank or whatever (laughs) wank off i don't know
1: That's the fantasy. (laughs) Just want to wink back to (laughs) (laughs) me
0: I'm just gonna go ahead and give myself a blanket statement of everything's is cheating to me. So my partner, my partner (laughs) better be loyal AF.
4: Well, let me find one that's more borderline. What about checking someone out in front of you? That's not cheating. Okay.
0: What would would it be a conversation for you? I mean, I wouldn't like it if they were like, (sighs) oh well. I hope no one
2: ever does that around me ever again after you just doing that. (laughs) That never happens to me again.
0: (laughs) I think there's one thing of like, you know, tongue sticking out, like, uh, like Googling, goggling over somebody, but like, you know,
2: no. Okay. Let me, okay. Let's say I'm, I'm, we're having a date and someone walks by behind you and I'm like this and you're having a conversation and then you turn around and see that. Yeah. I'd be annoyed,
0: but I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, i would i'd say that uh, yeah i'd be annoyed i would be like do you like that over there yeah <laughs> would you rather go talk to her is that who you want to lunch with i th-
2: i hope i'd be able to laugh it off but if it happened all the time yeah. i'd be like what can you just look at me while i'm trying to talk to you
1: i got busted years ago uh <laughs> really is it really quick i think this is funny um I was I was dating a, a different woman and uh, we were out to dinner and one of the waitresses was wearing like an insanely short skirt like comically short and she walked by and I looked and I think I gave a reaction like oh my god I can't believe you're wearing that uh, and my girlfriend at the time was like I saw you looking at her at her butt and I was like uh, yeah I mean look at that's crazy and we got in a fight over it and um, we were going to go see this movie called Machete, which w- at the time was very famous for having a naked uh, Lindsay Lohan in it. And so wow. when that part of the movie came, I made this big like, Mm-mm, like, like kind of <laughs> like the cloak covered my eyes and looked away. Cause I was like, okay, clearly this is something that makes her uncomfortable. Uh, and, and you know, there was, there was problems after that, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I cause I, I, in my mind, In my male mind, I thought that there's a difference between like, like if a naked woman ran through the restaurant, you know, like I would look at that and be like, oh my goodness. Like that's something, that's something notable, you know, but I think there's a difference between that and then like checking someone out and that's, you know.
2: Well, I think if it's someone like someone who has like a very noticeably, like you said, comically short skirt on. (laughs) I think even I would notice that and be like, whoa, like I don't even think I could fault someone for that. I I would almost be more focused if I I saw who they were looking at and they were like smiling at them or something like that. I think I'd be Mm -hmm. focusing more on the mannerisms and the gestures more than what they were wearing, if that makes sense tanya says no to it all
0: i mean i just all i don't know it's all bad I, I mean i wouldn't like be google goggling even if like the hottest man walked down the street you no, know
2: i if i have to say like if i looked over if i was at a restaurant and i looked over and harry styles is like smiling at me i'd be like smiling back
0: <laughs> i don't know i don't think i
2: would well, That's great for you. Congrats on being rock solid.
0: <laughs> Congrats. I don't know, because it's like, I wouldn't want, like, I don't know. It's like, I wouldn't want my partner to do that to me. So I'm not going to do that to him. Yeah.
2: But if uh, I'll use Mila Kuhn or if Margot Robbie was sitting there and looked over, I would, and I saw that's who they were looking at, I'd be like, okay, I get that. <laughs>
0: yeah well let's not use celebrities because like okay if i saw a celebrity I'd be like oh my god look there's harry styles or would it be like whoa there's harry styles no
4: i know him he called me once.
0: <laughs> yeah that's right I'm yeah. Like, If we're really using harry styles i'd be like yo harry <laughs> let's have a shot <laughs> all
4: right shall we move on to emails yeah yeah This is an anonymous email. I'm a single mother to two beautiful babies. And over the last year, I've begun dating again after a pretty rocky divorce. A year ago, I met an amazing man who has only lived in my state for a few years, but seemed to have things together. A great career, owns a home here, and has a personality that complements mine perfectly. He seems to have meshed well with my kids and my busy lifestyle. Just recently, however, he has shared that he doesn't feel fulfilled here and wants to potentially move and has started applying to different jobs in different states. I can't help but think I'm just not good enough to stick around for. He's broken up with me twice over the last year, the reason being that he wants to move and doesn't want to hurt my kids and I. In my head, I keep hearing Tanya saying, No discounts! But is this a situation I should stay in or wait around for, or is this a red flag that I should avoid?
0: I feel like he's not giving you the option to, like, stay and wait around, right? Like, if he's looking for jobs elsewhere, I feel like you're not really being given an option. Like, he's taking matters into his own hands and doing what he wants. Yeah, I think this guy sounds
2: like he's a little selfish, which if that's what he wants to do with his life, that's fine. But you don't need to be a part of it. And, like, you've been through a rocky marriage or, you know, divorce and you deserve someone who like really prioritizes you. And it doesn't sound like he is, has done that. And the fact that he's broken up with you twice, there's no safety in that for you. So of course you're questioning where your worth is, which when you start questioning your worth in a relationship, that's when things are not working how they should.
0: Yeah. And I also think too, um, I think that you can let somebody go and and let that go if this really is somebody that in your heart of hearts you feel like he is the one for you then like he he will you'll find your way back to each other
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but i also think too like when you hold on to something like with your clenched fist it's almost it's worse you kind of just have to like let things go as much as it sucks
4: I think you're clinging to this guy because it's so hard to find somebody when you're a single mom with two kids and you're coming off a divorce and you're really excited by the idea of finding somebody that you really click with. And it's tough because your kids are always going to be a priority, but unfortunately this guy's got his priority and it's not you. And so Tanya's voice in your head saying no discounts is correct. And I think Mm -hmm. you should listen to that. I agree. Sad
2: though. I'm sorry. No, it sucks. And I just, I think if I think she's probably great and she can find someone who is great and makes her feel valued and safe in a relationship. I agree. Or
4: he'll move to Arkansas and then he'll realize, you know what? She was awesome. And you'll Mm -hmm. find, and you'll find your way back to each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If she hasn't moved on to someone better.
4: That's right. Katie says, I've been dating my boyfriend for about six months now. Things were very serious right from the beginning. He's sweet and smart and driven and kind and beautiful. He's exactly the kind of person I've always imagined my life with. Lately, we've been fighting a lot more. I'm pretty sensitive, and I've cried myself to sleep on more than one occasion because of this. After every fight, we generally come to an understanding, and I feel like we end up better and like we learn something about each other. But at what point do these fights become too much? Are we experiencing growing pains that come with being in a relationship, or are we just not right for each other?
0: I feel like maybe a little more context as to what these fights are about. Because yeah. if probably, you're fighting but- over like, oh, you left the toilet seat down and you're really getting into like fights about that stuff, then I'd say you're probably not a match. But if the fights are growing pains and you're actually like learning about each other and how you guys handle different situations and things like that, then I think that that's pretty normal.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of... I think a lot of fights and arguments come from... Um, communication errors and how yeah. we, we communicate differently. And so I think for me, um, my personal therapy and then also couples therapy has been so great because it's been trying to find the tools to understand each other more, which I think is a lot of where these issues happen and why we fight and argue because we don't argue or fight the same way or communicate the same way. And so if it's I guess I agree. Like the context is hard because if it's things where you're trying to understand each other and you're just not getting there, I think those things are fixable if you're willing to make the effort and work on it. But if it's something like y'all are bickering about little things every other day that are just like y'all are butting heads
0: constantly, maybe y'all aren't each other's person. Yeah. And I think too, it's like the context of the fights is, is huge because it's, if they're fundamental things like let's say you guys are you know he likes to stay in and you like to go out i mean that could be you know somewhat of an issue i guess if you just like to live your lives differently you know um but yeah i don't know i think there's something to be said about um i don't think that things go smoothly and i think that you do have to fight and kind of figure out what's important and work through those things but if there are fights over, I don't know, and you're crying yourself to sleep, that seems not great. Well, Cause I'm I, a sensitive person, uh-huh. and so I cry a lot. And, uh, I mean, I think I've, I cried myself to sleep once in my last relationship.
2: Well, I was going to say, we... I've never gone to sleep while we were still in a fight. And I think that's an effort that we've both made where even if we're exhausted, we make sure that we come to an understanding and at least can, you know, end the conversation and feel like we've made progress before we go to sleep. But I think the fact that y'all are able to resolve at some point is good i think if y'all could just find the tools of how to not let it escalate to that point where you're crying i think that would be really helpful to probably save you both a lot of frustration and pain but um if
0: you're crying a lot i wonder if he's an aries
4: <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah probably. it must be it, must yeah. be it. Got at least a one in 12 chance
0: yeah, <laughs> because like then he's like fiery and, and very, you know, I don't know. Like, I think if I were to fight with an Aries, I would cry myself to sleep a lot.
4: I do think that crying yourself to sleep is, is, is not a great sign. But I also think that every relationship is different. And some start off differently than others. I don't think this is necessarily a red flag walk away. This is mm-hmm. not good because he clearly checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I would just stay in it and take it day to day. I remember my wife and I, we didn't fight the first probably three years we were together. And then, you know, a handful. And of course, we've <laughs> made up for it since. <laughs> but um, these things tend to balance out over time. So I don't think there's any anything to be too concerned about. But the crying yourself to sleep is unfortunate. And I hope that stops.
2: Yeah. Well, I also have to say in my life, I don't know that I've ever cried myself to sleep because it's not my personality type. And she did say she's very sensitive. So right, I think, but, and
0: that's me. Like I'm very sensitive.
2: That's what I'm saying. So like, I don't necessarily, it could be like, I could look at the fight and be like, Oh, that's not bad. I mean, she's being, you know, it's I, her feelings are valid, but it is a little more on the sensitive side where Tony's like, I totally get her perspective. You know, it's like, No, I think that could have a different reaction from different people.
0: Yeah. But I also think too, sometimes you have to check yourself a little bit because I am such a sensitive person and I take things so personally and so sensitively that I've had to like through therapy, I've had to like really kind of grow in that space and just know that like, not everything is meant to be that way against me or, you know what I mean? Like I take, I don't know, I've, I've learned how to kind of. Manage that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, food for thought.
2: Yeah, like Tanya, the amount of times she's cried over me not texting her back and then posting to Instagram <laughs> is countless errors. So. Yeah, I've cried myself to <laughs> sleep often. Okay, this is told This is kind of about relationships. Has anyone watched the one on Netflix or I want read to. the book? I got
4: it on my list.
2: It is fascinating. It is like such a fascinating storyline, and it really made me think about tanya (laughs) why okay so basically i know that right and you find your match so it connects you basically genetically matches you with someone that you will fall in love with when you meet them and so it's like
4: like a black mirror type thing like a near future thing with technology that matches you up with somebody perfectly
2: right like all the qualities will align and one of the this is just like one of the storylines and it is this girl who's married and she takes her husband's like a one of his hairs or something and some submits him to find his match, but he doesn't know because she's like, I need to know if I'm not his match. And so she ends up meeting up with the woman who is his match to see like what she's like and befriends her. And she's like, he cannot meet her because they'll fall in love. And so it just becomes really messy. But I was like, I could see Tanya being like, am I his match? <laughs> I would know. A-
0: the, I, I heard the premise and I was like, I think I would want to take the test if I were single because, like, that's cool, you know, if, like, you're single yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can find your match. But if I was not, if I was married, I wouldn't want to take it. I wouldn't want my partner to take it either. Well, what
4: if you find your match and they're married?
0: Oh, oh, if like, as, if I'm single and I find a yeah. match and he's you're married? You're single, you yeah. take
4: it, you find out, oh, my gosh, he's married.
0: Oh, that would be hard. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> She'd just linger
2: around be like,
0: hey. <laughs> I don't know. That would be hard. Because I wouldn't want to ruin the marriage but if he's my perfect match (laughs) (laughs) see this is why i i like no this is not that's not it
2: i know that's why the it's like the show is really interesting it's like it makes you think about these things and to be honest i could see it going to this in the future in some capacity maybe not so dark but like where they can match people
0: based on these things I mean, I'm still not sh- sure why dating apps haven't taken it a step further and, like, really, like, given people percentages just, like, based on swiping. Do you know what I mean? Like, your answers and their answers, like, you guys are 65% compatible. Like, because how could they
4: not? Still an, that's completely inexact, though. Just because you guys like the same pizza and, and TV shows and stuff. There's music, something like, You're still that. not compatible. I don't think there is.
2: Yeah, because to me, those are just conversation starters. Yes. Like, they're not... That's really not true. significant that's not
0: true like if somebody wrote on their dating app i love cheese and i want to live in a house of cheese and in my dating app i'm like lactose intolerant we would have zero percent <laughs> compatibility and that is accurate what if you because found dating a- him would give me diarrhea no.
4: no you don't want a guy who's like super into gray's anatomy who's super into astrology who loves self-help books you don't want that guy that's not your perfect match So you think I'm pretty sure that you don't want your your clone as your partner.
0: Well, right. But what if they have some sort of method where they can actually figure it out? That's what I'm
2: saying. (laughs) I do think there will be an advancement in these things in the future. I hope I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not here for it.
0: You know, I like to lead with my heart. I like my heart to do the beating (laughs) and the picking. And I'm going to keep it that way. Great. I'm so happy to I'm gonna hear keep that. that heart on my sleeve mm-hmm. and just let it just roam around and pick, pick, pick people. No, she has
2: her hand in my face. <laughs> it's My heart, It's my heart picking you. I love you. Um, well, not, no, I definitely would recommend watching it. It's... I want to watch the college admissions documentary. Me too. I yeah. want to watch it so bad. It's yeah. so next
4: on my list. TV's It was awesome.
2: It was
0: awesome.
4: I love TV. TV's oh, TV. Oh, TV's yeah, awesome. I was like, are you saying
0: Iggy's awesome? Like, this what? is
4: like this is the time. Like, TV's never been better than it is right now. It is. It's there's really a million good. things I want to watch all the time.
2: All the time. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming though because yes, it's it always is. there's always something available or always something people are telling yeah. you to watch. You just kind of feel like you can't keep up with what's viral or what's... No,
0: and then I forget, and then I'm like back to watching Denny and Izzy episodes. Denny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did start, actually just start watching Insecure, which I'm loving. Oh, yeah, only, I've heard that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm only two episodes in, so I'm not going to really give my opinion quite yet, but so far so good. Yeah, that's
2: always good. for
0: Two episodes in for me
2: normally is like meh for anything, so oh. I'm a tough critic when it comes to finding a good TV show I like um anyways it has been a wonderful episode with y'all as always we love you so much love you so much Uh, go women sports go wildcats go wildcats um hope you hope you all have a great week and we'll be back next monday i'll be wearing my merch hopefully it comes in time oh yeah your merch your costume Mm -hmm. all right bye love
1: you
0: dot com.